0: Friends, fiends, rapscallions, I know what you all must be thinking every time an episode is released of Easily Irritated. I'm sure you're all thinking, God, Mike is my favorite comedian. I love his stand-up. I love his podcast. I love Mike McCowan. I just wish I could have a podcast myself. I wish that people would want to listen to me talk. I wish, you know, I'm passionate about... JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Maybe I should start a podcast on that. But who's going to listen? And then I'm creating all this work, all this effort to just shout into the void? No, that doesn't sound fun. But here's where you're wrong, my friends. There's a magical little platform called Anchor. And it's everything you need or anything you want to create a podcast. It's completely free and there's creation tools To make it easy and fun for you to be able to do it literally anywhere you can do it from your phone you can do it from your computer you can hold up your phone like you're talking to a friend and you're actually reporting a podcast and the audio is amazing this is what i used when i first started my podcast and it is a great app it's a great platform and the best thing about it is you upload your podcast send it away and anchor Will upload it for you onto all the streaming platforms, onto Spotify, onto Applecasts, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, you'll be able to hear your podcast. I'll be able to listen, you could send me your podcast and I'll listen to it. Anyway, you're probably still thinking, I don't know, I'm a little on the edge here, I'm a little on the fence. Because even if I do create a podcast, who's going to listen? I'm never going to make money. Off the podcast, not like you do. But see, this is where you're also wrong, my little wolf pups. With Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You don't have to reach 500 people. You could reach one dude in South Carolina that lives in his mom's basement, and he never wears pants. He only wears tidy whities all the time, and his mom brings him oatmeal when he's hungry. And corn dogs, because who doesn't love corn dogs? It doesn't matter if that guy is your one and only fan. Because with Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You could have one guy, two guys, 500 guys, 1,000 guys. It doesn't matter. You'll still make money off your podcast by reading ads, much like I'm doing now. There's no minimum listenership. That's what's great about Anchor. It's everything you need literally in one place to make a podcast. Now, listen closely and I'll tell you how to do it, all right? It's super complicated. You might want to take some notes. Step one, open up your smartphone or iPhone. Go to the app store and type in anchor.fm. Click the download button and get your podcast started. It's that easy. All right, now enjoy the show. Sorry to take a little break. I know we just had an ad. But I really do need to tell you. I need to further instill my point. You know, we live in a time of some craziness, all right? There's some riots going on. There's a COVID-19 virus going on. There's all this talk about defunding the police department. I'm sure you want to give your opinions out there. Shout them out there. You know, get some following behind you. You know, up the morale a little bit in society in America. God knows we could all have a little content that would let us, you know, escape from all the awfulness in the world. Surely this podcast doesn't do it for you. So create your own, all right? When I was first trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. One being, am I going to have to upload my podcast to each platform individually? To Spotify, to Apple, to everywhere? Because that's that's going to be super annoying, and I don't want to do that. Well, that's when I heard about Anchor. It's a one-stop, all-you-need-to-create-a-podcast. They upload You upload it onto Anchor. Oh, here's my little podcast. I'm talking about riots and what flavor ice cream i like i send it into anchor they upload it and they distribute it for me on spotify apple everywhere you can listen to a podcast you will hear about easily irritated it is that awesome but here's another question i had will i ever make money like let's say i do develop a fan following Will I make money? Will I be able to apply for sponsors? But here's what I didn't know, is you don't even have to have a minimum listenership with Anchor. No. You can make money from your podcast right away. I don't, I wouldn't expect a lot of money, but you know, two cents from every listener, that adds up, you know? So, the answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor, all right? Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with the great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcasts. Why have advertisers, oh, this is for hymns. If you're uh, losing your hair and your dick doesn't work, come here and use my code word. They're not going to match you up with randos like that, okay? They know your podcast, advertisers advertisers, advertisers know your demographic, all right? They know the message you're trying to get out, and they will match sponsors to you, to the content that you offer. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now... All you have to do, it's its not complicated at all. First of all, open up the App Store on your smartphone or your iPhone, right? Type in anchor.fm. That's ancho c h FM slash start. And uh, you'll get started. You'll make your podcast. You'll make money Maybe you might even become Rogan legendary. The Joe Rogan experience might even fail to comparison have how massive your show is, man's dudes, whoa mans. Join the revolution of podcasting. Now, back to the show. Easily irritated was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. But rather a captive audience of pop figurines and porcelain dolls. Hop, hob a noo noo, b a doob doo, ha noo doo. Cassie's pretty sassy, she's a sassy Cassie, and she doesn't know what to do. Welcome to another episode of Easily Irritated. I'm your host, Shanana Ruguta. Haracha, haracha. I don't know, I feel like that's what a Shanana would, uh, would do. Haracha. To scare away enemies, you know? Anyway, it's comedian Mike McCowan here. Pretty exciting news, my lovelies, all right? My sweet colties. Something amazing happened today It's Friday And uh, thankfully They released it early You see my favorite band My favorite Musical geniuses Motionless and White I'm a man Who's a fan Of metalcore music Alright you guys And I wanted to share that with you You know They just okayed that we're allowed to play songs on uh, podcasts now. I thought to myself, well, that's good, because I've been doing that the entire time. Mostly because no one tells me what to do. I'm a man with wind in my sails, and I fly wherever the wind blows, because there's also helium in there, so I just float up for no reason. Maybe someday I'll touch the moon, I don't know. Anyway, I'll play it for you guys So if you're not a fan of metal music And you don't know, do not like Amazing performances Of high energy and love Then you might want to skip forward like Two and a half minutes Because that's how long the song is But that's only two and a half minutes And I gotta say To those of you who would skip forward that, that's worse than the people that skip forward on ads, all right? You got to listen to the ads. I know they're annoying, but that's how Papa makes money, right? That's how this can be free. Would I do this anyway? Probably. I mean, I've only got two friends. What the hell else am I doing, you know? This is my only form of stand-up right now. There's no clubs right now. Except going to California to get COVID in Corona, California, 666 miles away. I only appreciate that number because of Motionless and White. In fact, it's Motionless and White's concert that I probably contracted what I think was COVID, you know, based on the symptoms and what people describe it. Plus, I thought I was probably going to die when I was sick. I was like, this is the worst sickness I've ever had. We didn't know about Corona back then, or the public didn't, or I didn't, because I don't research things, all right? The only way I know the news is if my friend Austin tells me. You know, if him or Andrea tells me, then I know things. If they don't, I'm stuck in my own small little comedy world, and that's all I care about, all right? He sends me motionless songs, because we like the same band, so that's convenient, I never have to worry about, you know, checking up on it because I know he's on top of it. Makes my life easier to know that other people are on top of the things I like, you know? Frees up my mind to think of things that would make me laugh or, you know, jokes. Walking Cassie, listen to podcasts. Keeping track of so many things already, like what time it is for one I think it's 4 a.m oh look i was pretty close Four thirteen, bitches Four thirteen. i can't even see the moon wouldn't it be awesome if you could tell the time based off where the moon was i bet some people can it was like those like finder people the, the trackers the mountain men is mountain men still a job has it been equaled out to mountain woman these are questions that my mind asks. But I'm too lazy for Google. Anytime I ask my friend a question, he goes, Why don't you just Google it? The answer's ten seconds away. Yeah, but I've already spent the time and energy wasting on asking you, so if you don't know, then I'm just gonna live my life without knowing and be okay with that, you know? Ignorant is Ignorance is bliss. I also, uh, you know, did a job interview today. And uh, she referred to 9-11, the interview person. She refer- referred to 9-11, the two towers, as a natural disaster. Because the question was, how would you react in a, in the store if an natural disaster happened i was thinking like lightning bolt lights the building on fire right wrong tree blows in to the building kills everybody also wrong tornado hits picks up the building and throws it somewhere maybe into a cow who knows tornadoes notoriously hate cows but also wrong she used, she said, what would, what would you do in a natural, if a natural disaster hit the store? Like 9 And I said, what? I thought I was, must have misheard. She said, what would you do if a natural disaster hit? And I said, oh, like a lightning hitting the thing or a tree blowing in or something. And she goes, no, like 9-11. And till this moment, I can't tell if she was an idiot or if she was a genius. Because I'm still thinking about it. Did she say that to fuck with me? Or did she say that because she genuinely believes that people flying an airplane into buildings is a natural disaster? That's banana pants. It's banana pants. Anyway, without any further ado, motionless in white, my children. Motionless in white. The greatest band you might ever hear. To rob your soul of this might be a pretty bad sin, to be honest. So you might not want to take that risk. Just listen to the full two and a half minutes. You'll thank me One day. But if you do want to skip forward, now would be the time. And go. Horror singing with Chris Motionless for the first time. Well, they've sang together before, but that's the thing about that band, man. They were all lead singers put together. Like, they were all came together. They were all lead singers in other bands. Ghost, the bass player, he was, uh, did, he did the lows for uh, the low screams for Ice Nine Kills. He's dope, man. He, he wears like different costumes and everything to diff- all the different shows dresses up like a uh, Beetlejuice and you know J- Jason all those uh, horror characters that's the thing motionless in this moment corn they're all like major productions like they're not just music like they've got mascots they've got you know flamethrowers they've got those uh the grinders that throw out the sparks and stuff like it's a show it's more than just the music. But man, was I expecting their song, because they're releasing a... Uh, their first album was the Creatures album. And uh, they're... I'll uh, they release all the song information in the description as well. But man, it's a good first start. That album's looking pretty dope. Man, pretty dope. I also liked their version of... Uh, um. Somebody told me. It was pretty cool as well. You know, I've been a big motionless and white fan for a pretty long time. I've been to... Every time they've been here in Arizona except for twice. One of those times it was because I was still in jail. And it was literally the day before I was released. uh, For that four month stint last year. For the marijuana DUI. And then... Because I didn't know about them yet. And it's still a pretty big regret, you know? The jail thing? Can't do anything about that. But the not knowing about it? That's just ignorance! And I don't stand for it. Although, uh, my friend Austin's the one who saw him and introduced me to him. But, uh, they opened up for a day to remember. And... If you've heard A Day to Remember, which you probably have if you listen to my podcast where I talk shit about Machine Gun Kelly, even though I like Machine Gun Kelly, it's just lately he's a little gay, you know? Where's the fiery rapper? Bring him back, you know? Punk pop shit. I mean, you do whatever you want, you got the money, you got the means. Next Door Neighbors with Travis Barker. Why wouldn't you release a punk pop album? You can do whatever you want. You're dating Megan Fox. You kick out windshields of Lamborghinis in Hollywood while you're shit-faced drunk and nothing happens to you. But really shows the differences in our life. I smoke a joint and 10 hours later still get a DUI because it's in my blood. You're shit-faced through Hollywood, and people think it's funny. Trends, even, on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter, but I've been told. yeah. I'm surprised by uh, all the social media I'm not on. Podcasting, I feel like, is my social media. Maybe TikTok, you know? Maybe YouTube, eventually. Put this podcast on YouTube. But, I don't know. The Twitter thing feel like uh it sounds like my type of personality might get attacked for jokes but you can't tell on uh on texting you know that's why i don't like texting a lot with people and i don't know i judge a lot with just communicating in general I don't have any right to probably but you know that that's just what makes me me. You know, I'm single, dating girls and stuff. When I talk to people, like if you give me a one word reply always, I'm just not going to talk to you anymore, right? It's not going to it's I I'm I'm talking to you to learn information about you if you're not going to add information the basic rule of improv then i'm out because in improv training we were taught add information you're not adding information i don't want any part of this weird word exchange how are you cool cool that's told me nothing about you You ask me what I'm doing, I'll tell you. I'll tell you, it might not be exactly what I'm doing at that time, to be perfectly honest with you. But it will be things that I do often, that I usually do around the time I was asked. You know? Sometimes I'll be perfectly honest when I'm doing i fluff it up, though. But other times, I'm just trying to add information to let them know this is a little about my personality. Maybe you can relate. Maybe you can't. Anyway, just throwing it out there. But text messages, they can go dirty, too. They can cause fights in relationships. Like... You can, that's why I prefer, like, I like the voice recording thing where you send people like a voice message through text. I think that's pretty nifty. It's like a walkie-talkie and I dig it. Or fucking pick up the phone and call me. I'm, I always have my phone on me. I will always be able to answer the phone. And if for some reason I can't answer the phone, then I will text you that I'm doing something and I'll call you later. Because chances are, if I can't talk on the phone, I probably can't text you either. I probably need, my focus probably needs to be elsewhere. You know? Call me on the phone. You can hear how I mean words. You can tell if I'm being sarcastic. You can tell if I'm being rude. But me, I already sound like a crass, crude asshole who's way too blunt and way too honest and way, way too judgmental for someone like me. So here we go, you know? On text, sounds way worse. I sound like way meaner. Of a person. My family causes issues with my family, relationships, you know, work things, work relationships, call me. You know, for some reason when I'm writing emails, way different. I'm a my regular writing, amazing. Whatever it is on text, maybe, you know, I've been using more commas lately. I'm trying. I'm trying to work on it. I'm trying to improve myself. But either way, how hard is it to call me on the phone? I've dated girls that say, "Oh, I don't like. I I'm just a texter." All right. Well, then I think that's fair. You know, if you prefer to, you know. Do that. I'm going to talk to you on the phone because that's how I prefer to communicate. But I will put more of an effort into texting, you know, than normal. I did date a girl, though. Went date. I almost went out on a date with this girl, but that's why, like, texting could only go so far. I wanted to know, you know. I wanted to talk to her on the phone. I could tell pretty well. I've been doing comedy for a while. I've been around a lot of different types of people. I'm a pretty good hang. You know, not to toot my own horn or anything, but I'm gonna... I'm a pretty good hang. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I don't really like that he played metal in the beginning of his podcast. Well, also, I'm the king of my own planet. And my planet is named Mike. Right? I live inside Mike, I am Mike and I have a dog named Cassie and she is pretty darn classy yeah I meant that to rhyme I could be a poet I was when I was younger wrote a bunch of uh, embarrassing shit my mom's been sending me a lot of poems maybe I'll read it on this podcast probably not if I'm doing it alone if there's another person and I can roast myself in front of them and he could aid in the roasting, then sure. But if I just do it to you guys, it's just going to be weird, you know? Some of them are serious. For why? They're a little too right-leaning for my taste as an adult Mike, you know? There wasn't a lot of social media when I was a kid, you know? We had, uh... God, I can't even think of that. It's like the... Pet things Whatever Think of it later Maybe on the next podcast Recorded To today You know On the days that I don't release podcasts By the way It's because I didn't Record them You know I I have Recorded Episodes in the future In the You know In the past And I probably will in the future But generally, you know, I heard uh, Joe Rogan on Joe Rogan's podcast. I don't really listen to him a lot. I listen to him sometimes, I guess. He's just too, like, mainstream now. He's too much of a household name now. He has boring people that I don't want to listen to. And I know that sounds stupid, but listen. I'm a very educated person, but I'm also stupid, just like everybody is. Bill Gates is stupid about things, too. He's smart with computers and stuff, but hes, he's he can't be smart on everything. That's just not possible. But I was listening to Joe Rogan interview Matthew McConaughey, because who doesn't love Matthew McConaughey? All right, all right, all right. And Matthew said something that uh, I really, um, you know, saying his first name is just fucking weird. Matthew said something. Maybe it's because my younger brother's name is Matthew. And that's why it sounds weird to me. But I'm just always used to hearing first and last when it comes to Matthew McConaughey. And that's how I'm going to say him now. Because it felt weird just now and I don't want to relive that. Try to avoid uncomfortable feelings in life. Which makes no sense why I became a stand-up comedian. It's all about uncomfortability. Strangely, I feel the most comfortable up there. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. No, Matthew Matthew McConaughey said that he kept a journal through his entire life. The good and the bad. So that way, when he's going through a bad time, he could look at what he was doing in the good times. And I thought to myself when I was listening to that, this is why I'm lazier than Matthew McConaughey. I was listening to that and I thought, Mike, that's what you should do, all right? We should. That's how I talk to myself. I talk to myself second, third, first person sometimes. I don't know. I need to have conversations and I need to have different people telling me in my voice, in my head, all right? So I say, say to myself, Mike, you need to start doing this and write more, keep a journal. do what he does, record the good and the bad. And then I said then another voice in my head thought, but I kind of already do that with the podcast. I record all the bad feelings and the good feelings and the silly feelings and the ridiculous feelings. All the weird thoughts. All the crazy experiences and all my weird mistakes. Do I then also need to translate it to paper? Like, I'm pretty sure this podcast is translated to text somewhere for the deaf people or the blind people. You know? No, the blind. I mean, just the deaf people. I know what I said. Calm down. I inhaled my mom's shit and my my own shit when I was being born. I was being born the wrong way and inhaled it because I tried to cry and I got brain damage. It's not my fault, man. Now I'm being too loud at 4 a.m. I've already got complaints from my neighbors. But if I go outside for some reason, I talk quieter than I need to talk. And then you guys can't hear me. And then it's quiet like the last podcast. And I get flustered. That's what I should have called the podcast. Flustered. Burning Bridges. No, I'm pretty sure that's already a podcast. <sighs> I was really hoping the song by Motionless and White, the first song by th- from their Creatures album, would be just like a little harder, you know? Bring Ghost in. Give us some low screams. You know, bring in Alex Terrible. Do a duet with Alex Terrible. <sighs> Have you heard Demolisher? It's amazing. Or Demolition, sorry. Demolition. <sighs> <sighs> what I would do to scream, be able to metal scream, <sighs> it would be amazing. Any job with the ability to like scream like Chris Motionless would be amazing. To be able to do that over the intercom at any retail store that you work, amazing. You can make people think it's haunted. Make people think there's a monster in the back. It's pretty. It'd be pretty cool. And I like Motionless's whole vibe. The the creepy, kind of circus little Marilyn Mans- Manson-y, you know, not as gay though Marilyn Manson say whatever you want about him he's probably you know I heard his his rape allegations um I uh I I don't kn- I I I believe them you know I don't think anybody would sit in front of a camera in that room for 20 minutes 27 minutes That was so detailed. It was so disturbing. But also, you know, I'm not surprised. Did you say that Marilyn Manson, the man whose public persona is Satan himself, is abusive in a relationship? No way. Like at one point, she goes, and he would throw fits and, you know, break uh, damage our home. And I'm just like, listen, I'm sorry that happened to you, but you're in Marilyn Manson's like creepy castle, okay? It's not our home. Whose coffin is he really punching a hole through? All right? It's his own. Do you sleep in there with him? Probably not. He probably bought a bed just for you. Maybe he does lock you. Dude, I feel like that would be abuse too. If someone locked me in a coffin, me personally, if I knew I could get out of it, it'd be okay. I would enjoy it. I like small spaces. I like to cuddle. If Cassie was in there with me too, that'd be pretty dope. If I could, if I knew I could breathe, that's how I sleep anyway. I sleep bundled like a cocoon. I know this is a weird segue to go in from talking about a me too for an abusive, creepy rock star, and there you know all my segues are weird in this podcast. All right, you—we're 45 episodes in. If you're not used to it, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm having some issues with my podcast platform right now. Not able to move segments around like I used to. So if things are a little rocky then you know, though it'll everything'll be evened out. Nothing in life do you have to worry about that much, you know. Then I mean it's person to person. You know, I can only speak based off my experience. Been raped a couple times, molested a few. Touched when I was a kid. Was in jail and stuff, but, and homeless for about four months, but it's no big deal. It's all a trip, man. Nothing in this world is that worrisome, you know? just medication for the rest and Therapy. And then for everything else, you just figure out the solution to your problem. If you have a problem, figure out what the solution is and then work on making that solution a reality. Because if there's nothing you can do about the problem, then you shouldn't be worrying about it. Like my best friend, well, my other best friend, Andrea, you know, Austin and Andrea, they're married and both my best friends but Andrea is very afraid of death she's very christian you know and yet ironically very afraid of not knowing what happens to you when you die i'm not do you know why there's no solution to that how how do i solve figuring out what happens to you when you die you don't You just die one day. You could either be terrified your whole life over something that's going to happen. It's not probably going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. Everybody that's listening to this podcast, including the person hosting this podcast, will be dead someday. We will all die probably not leisurely deaths. You know, ideally in our own beds for sure that'd be cool but most likely gonna be painful for all of us you know me I'll probably piss some guy off so much with something I say one day that he'll find out where I live and kill me in my sleep I personally dude if you're listening you know wake me up first whisper something creepy in my ear wake me up first though you want to see the terror in my eyes before you do it. Just based off someone who thinks about violence sometimes. and lighting people, strangers, usually for petty reasons. You know, uh, I don't know. Cut me in line. On fire in my mind. All right. Running around the store you are. But I say, someone yells, should we stop him? Should we help him? Stop. He's wasted enough of our time. He deserves this. The Lord set him on fire for a reason. Do you want to be next? That would make a believer out of me. I've said that before. You know. Don't get me wrong. I've read the Bible. I've read the Book of Mormon. In fact, I just dated a girl that I broke up with um, on text. Does that make me a bad person? No, because she said that she communicated through text, and I respected that. Does that make me fucked up? Sure. But no. Also, why waste someone's time? If you, like, she's not a phone person. I didn't want to have that phone conversation. So I texted it, you know? Some of my friends, well, not my friends, comics I know, were like... People who break up with people over text should be burned with fire. No, people cut in line should be burned in fire, alright? People who don't shower for the day and then go out in public and force other people to smell your putrid body odor that smells like you ran over a raccoon in the road, decided you didn't want to leave it there because that'd be littering, stuffed it up inside your vagina or butthole if you're a dude and then just walked around all day and let it rot and fester and swell up and decay that's what it smells like sometimes take a shower behave people say jail's dangerous people say you get beat up in arizona jails you know how you don't get beat up You follow the rules. Do you know what the rules are? Basic human understanding and basic hygiene. You got to shower every day. You got to clean your cell. Hey, don't wear your shoes that you wear in the gross-ass shower that people masturbate in and the gross-ass jail floor into your bed because people are going to judge you. If you use the restroom, you don't wash your hands, people are going to beat the shit out of you, and rightfully so. You know, you piss in the shitter, you shit in the pisser. I don't want to sit and take a shit on all your piss splatter. Rightfully so. Torpedo, bring him in. Beat him up. Teach him some manners, right? Some etiquette. Some basic human respect. You're in here for a reason. You know, I am too. I'm not trying to beat that around. Well, that sounded weird. It was a really gay way to say that. You know, my friend sat me down the other day and said, Mike, are you bisexual? And I thought, well, I do notice an attractive man, you know? But
1: I don't think so.
0: no she said she th- I might be pansexual. I think I'm a very open-minded straight guy, like Austin said. You know, I would date a trans girl. I have gone on a few dates with one she was um she was cool. she was a circus performer. Uh, I just, uh, I tracked that, that, uh, those kind of people, you know, I would love to date a circus performer. That's a dream. Even a bearded lady. I don't care. I'm all about the personality, baby. If you're a dick, if you're, if you're just a, just a crass, rude, You know, blunt, say what's on your mind, no bullshit kind of person. You like to, well, no bullshit meaning you don't like bullshit, but you like to do bits and games and, like, board games and, you know, being silly and being a silly goose. I like those personalities. It looks, you know... I'm, I'm damaged, Some probably blondes, I guess. I think brunettes are honestly the prettiest. No? Redheads? I don't know. Really, it doesn't matter to me. If you're a cool person, it doesn't matter. You know? I don't think a guy, necessarily, just for me. But, you know, I just like the female form. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Would I wear a dress? Absolutely. Not around my neighbors. They judge me enough as it is. They judge me way too much. I get it, I'm a single lad. But I have a small, cute, adorable puppy. She doesn't bark, and she's pretty adorbs. Alright? She's sassy Cassie. Everybody loves sassy Cassie. Except cats. Cats. And doves. And pigeons. Because she chases you. And so, we understand the hate. But, here at uh, the McCowan Manor. I like that. McCowan Manor. (sighs) Next podcast. Now, maybe that's what the studio should be called. The McCowan Manor. Welcome! To be irritated at the Macowan Manor. <sighs> if I had a it Brit- that's when you know you've made it in life is when you have a British butler who just like backs you up a little bit. I would personally want my, I would want my butler to do the uh, the impossible. I would want him to, because I'm comfortable with people cutting me down and putting me down Like, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Whitest Kids You Know. But it's like a comedy sketch group way back, old, early 2000s and um, early, mid-2000s. And there's this little guy on it, Timmy. And they were always the meanest to Timmy. I'm Timmy to Austin and Andrea. And rightfully so. I mean, I have goblin-like behaviors. I'm kind of a mess of a person and a human being. And I'm quite skinny for being so tall. I talk a lot of shit for being so, so skinny and so incapable of winning in a fight. I don't even know how to fight. And yet I talk a lot of shit. Will I stop talking shit? No, and that's why that is how I die. You know, my friend sent me a video of That's How I Die earlier today. And, uh, yeah, it was this guy playing video games. He talked some shit, called him a poopy head and a jerk face. He said that everyone's trash. I thought it was a little uncreative, personally. And Austin said the same. He said, you know you would have been a lot more offensive, a lot, a lot more offensive, but a lot more creative and you wouldn't have used any racial slurs. I said, thank you. Thank you for noticing my skills. Thank you for noticing my talent. You don't have to use racial slurs to hurt people's feelings, right? And you don't have to say basic compliments either. There's ways to do both things. It's just what, what is your intent? Do you want to make people mad or do you want to make people happy? I think both are okay. Because I personally, when I'm playing video games and Among Us and Overwatch, I like when people get a little, a little mad. Especially when they're not really doing shit. It's like the people get on there, hey man. What's everybody doing? Do I have to fucking carry this team by myself? Hey, sorry, man. I'm just a little busy getting golden kills right now. You don't have go- golden kills. Fuck you, man. Yeah. I do. I fuck myself a lot. Fuck fucked myself, actually, about an hour before I recorded this podcast. And it was only once today. I only masturbate once a day. Sometimes twice. It depends. But it'd be once in the morning, once at night. Maybe mid afternoon, who knows? If I'm feeling whimsical. You know, An old porn store I don't like, though, that's a man. You know, his dick is huge, don't get me wrong. Owen Gray. I listened to a podcast with him and Two Bears one cave on the on the live live Two Bears One cave and I was really interested in hearing him because I have a theory about male porn stars and I think I'm right. I think I'm hundred percent right. you know you don't need to develop a personality if you got a big dick. And this, the same thing can be said to really, really pretty people. So don't get me wrong. You know, you have to have a little bit of struggle to make you fun and engaging in in conversation with people. You know, I don't want to talk to somebody if they're not a little fucked up like me. Because I know you're going to be entertaining. But I feel like most porn stars, more, most male porn stars... Any guy who gets into porn and is successful at it is an incel, for sure. 100% incel personality. Maybe incel in the way you look. Who knows? Owen Gray, not a bad-looking guy. But does look like a guy you would find in a cubicle, besides all the tattoos. He has the tattoos because he's a porn star. Or does he have tattoos because he likes that life? I like that life. I just don't have the money to afford that life yet. But one day, one day, my friends, I will look like the music I listen to. And I will be complete. But no, incel personality for sure. Like, just very dry, uninteresting. You know, you want it. No one's going to pay to have a conversation with you. Not that people pay to have conversations with people in general, but you know, no one's gonna wanna listen to his podcast. I don't don't think it would be that interesting. I listen to three porn stars podcasts and they are fascinating as fuck. Like, all of them. No matter what walk of life, you're all very introspective very either very funny or very like smart in some way but guys all guy porn stars and i'm going to make it, throw at this generalisation out there generalization because that's what i do i make broad judgments and i stick to them but i think m- most if not all male porn stars you know incels anyway More on that in the next episode. We're at time now. Anyway, this has been stand-up comedian Mike McCowan with Easily Irritated. Thank you for listening, and um, you check out Motionless and White's new song. I'll put the information down in the description. All right. Take care, my lovelies, my culties, my sweet children of the mic. I don't know. That sounded weird when I just said that. Please forget that. Anyway, follow me on Instagram at Mike McCowan Comedy and at Easily Irritated Pod. And uh, if you like the podcast, tell a friend. Spread the word. Word of mouth really helps you guys. Rate the podcast five stars. Anything less, I'll be disappointed. And review it. Really helps as well. Get me into those algorithms and help spread our cult community. Our comedy cult as we know it. Anyway. I love you guys. Don't cough on kids. And what I said about Peru people before, they're fine. They're not crazy. It's the Puerto Ricans you
1: have to worry about. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites. One another Bye.